Welcome back to the Menopause Movement Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Michelle Gordon. If you're watching the replay or on YouTube, thanks so much for being a part of the Menopause Movement. Today, we welcome Betsy Mercer to the podcast. Betsy is a minnow mate who has been in IT sales at the corporate level for 25 years. When Betsy found a video of me being interviewed on YouTube, her life took a turn for the better. During the podcast, we discussed what her life was like before she became a minnow mate, what her life is like now, what helped her to make the decision to join, invest in herself, and become a minnow mate, how the minnow mate community changed her life. And at the end of the episode, make sure you visit drmichellegordon.com forward slash podcasts, where you can find the show notes plus the links to the books and resources mentioned in the episode. And if you enjoy the episode, make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you're always the first to know when each episode is released. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And thank you for all of the five-star reviews. If you haven't left a review yet, please take the time to review the podcast. This helps more women to find it and get the help they need during the disruption of menopause. No one should have to go it alone. And thanks so much for being a part of the menopause movement. Now let's get to Betsy. Betsy? Yes, hi. Hi. Where do you live? What do you do? I am. So I am in. Okay, so I don't. I live in Sheboygan, Wisconsin. Okay. This isn't really home yet, though. So All right. I, 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 I am in Sheboygan, Wisconsin. <laughs> Fair enough. This is you're, um, you're residing in, in Sheboygan, Wisconsin. I am. Yeah, I'm just I'm, I'm here. I'm, I'm enjoying the time that I'm here and I'm not really sure how long that's going to last. Where, where did you uh, migrate from? So I'm originally from Northern California, Silicon Valley. Uh huh. I was born and raised there. And, uh, right after uh, the dot com bust and nine 11, after about a third of the population of Santa Clara County left the county. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was one of those those people that left, and I went to Arizona. Stayed in Arizona for about seventeen years. Where in Arizona? Tempe, primarily. Tempe. Okay. Tempe. Yeah. Tempe is sort of a. It's it. Uh, the, the people think of it as a as a college town, but it's it's actually home to a number of you know Fortune five hundred companies, and mm-hmm. that's where I was working. So, okay. um, so you have a corporate background. I have a very corporate background. Uh, um, and so I moved out here to Wisconsin because a friend of mine was from here and he and I were besties at the time. And he's like, Oh my God, Betsy, you have to move out to Wisconsin. You know, I, I, we ended up working at the same company and all this other stuff. So I moved out here and was, you know, summarily laid off within about nine months <laughs> because of COVID. No, be, no, this was about a year and a half ago. Um, no, because because the company was just shit. That's why. <laughs> uh, bummer. <laughs> bummer. But the, the, universe, <laughs> the universe had another plan for you, right? Yeah. So yes. So and and I haven't been. I really haven't been able to find a job in my field since moving here. What is, is your it? field? IT. IT. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you're an IT like. What what kind IT of IT sales, primarily IT sales. IT sales. Okay. Yeah. Last position, I was a regional sales manager. 
All right. So it's been interesting. <laughs> yeah. So you came into the beta. You came into the beta last May, and what 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 would you say was your biggest like takeaway or aha from the beta? I'm gonna I'm gonna admit this. So to be honest with you, I um spent as much time as I could in the beta. Mm -hmm. And I watched all of the replays because I was I was working and doing all this other stuff. I watched all the replays and and the the times didn't really mesh into into where I needed to to be. So I watched the the replays and it wasn't really the same. But as soon as you said this is closing, I was like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit! I have to do this. I have to do this. I have to do this. I have to be part of this. I don't know. And and it was like, I was it, it like, it was a, that, that feeling when you wake up after, after a, um, a nightmare, mm. like and, eh, shit, oh God, oh God, da, 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 and you're, and you're terrified. No, that was me in that moment. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That was me in that moment. And I, um, I was absolutely compelled. Okay. Absolutely compelled. Wow. Yeah. What was your biggest skepticism before you joined? <laughs> my biggest challenge was money okay all right my Too biggest challenge money and let me let me explain because yeah please i haven't been in my field of work which provides me a very generous income of well over a hundred thousand dollars a year mm -hmm. and because i haven't been in that field for a number of years for you know a year at least i've gone through my savings and i've gone through all this other stuff and i've been you know i've been i've been applying i've been doing all this other stuff when COVID happened, I would, I was working as a bartender and I was like full time and they closed. Mm -hmm. And so I was also in the process of interviewing for a field organizer position with the democratic party of Wisconsin. And Oh, by the way. Yeah. I'm a Democrat. Um, oh, by the way, what I'm a Democrat. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It doesn't matter. Some people are, some people aren't. Fair enough. Yeah. So I was, I was actually, because I was, I was a super volunteer in 2018, that, that election cycle. And mm -hmm. so I was really like gung ho to like get into this and really like, like try to make a difference and, and, and organize in that way. Because I had, I had recruiting experience. I've had sales experience. I know how to talk to people. Mm. They didn't hire me. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> so I had to, then I had to apply for unemployment and it was April 14th that I applied for unemployment and it took them until yesterday. Wow. For me. Wow. Yesterday. That's a long time. That's a long time. So I have not received any unemployment. I haven't received this, you know, this $600 a week that, that, you know, the government promised. Mm -hmm. I haven't received $1,200 to pass go. It's been a really rough ride and were it not for the generosity of friends, mostly friends and my mother who, you know, she sent me like 500 bucks when she got hers. I, I would be literally, I would be homeless. Right. Cause I, I went through my savings prior to. Yeah. And, and then, and then COVID happened and I was just, it was everything dried up and, right. and I literally stayed in my house for 60 days by myself. So it was, yeah. uh, and I have one of the most understanding landlords and on the face of the planet, and he's been absolutely wonderful. And so I, I'm, I'm, I'm at that precipice right now where I'm, I'm finally feeling some hope financially. Yeah. yeah. I started so, bartending. Started bartending. Yeah. 
Right. So, so, so you're saying you signed up and you had no money. I had no fucking money. I had no <laughs> way of knowing where the fucking money was going to come from. None whatsoever. All right. No so, you, so you took a leap of faith. Massive. Yeah. Absolutely wow. Massive. And, and can you just talk for a second about what changed in your life after you went through the program? <laughs> so one of the ladies, okay. So having a corporate background and working with C-level executives on a regular basis for the past 30 years or so, mm-hmm. I really don't, I really don't come to the table with a lot of emotion. I just don't, I am not highly available. I am not, I'm not uh, touchy feely. I, I'm not that person I've, I've worked through a lot of it mm-hmm. and got a little bit more in touch with that aspect of, of my being. However, I don't come to the table with that kind. I just, I don't. So I was, we were in a, one of the, the zoom calls and I, again, I was just this, this compelling thing. I'd like, I had to share what was going on. And it was Shelly who said, are you sure you're not going through a dark night of the soul? <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> so I had to go do some research. Uh, and shamanic yeah. death. Thank you, Shelly. Love you. Yeah. But yeah. So, so if, that, if that's the case, then, like but, spiritual crisis. So, so, so you had, you had like an ex- existential spiritual crisis. Fuck. So yes. what, what changed for you though? What but changed? Oh my God. Uh, what hasn't changed? Shit. What hasn't changed? That's, that's why I'm saying it's like uh, when, when I come to the table and, and try to talk and, and when I talk to, to, to people, to some of the people in my, in my coaching group, they're like, well, what was the one thing? And I'm like, no. No, it's the whole package. <laughs> it's not one thing. It's the whole, it's the yeah. whole thing. It's not just, it's not. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, have you had any special like breakthrough or aha since other than your night, dark night of the soul? I mean, <laughs> anything specific? Again. <laughs> Can you give us one specific? <laughs> like it's on a daily basis, woman. Uh. Give us one. Oh, okay. So one was in a coaching meeting with a couple of ladies and, and I'm not going to drop names, but uh, she said, she said, you know, there was, she, she felt like she was idealizing, like driving her car off a cliff and fuck, God damn it. I've been thinking about that for five years mm-hmm. and especially now after covid and all this other stuff every time i go a, go down a freeway i was like what happens if you drive into the median or just you know whatever right mm-hmm. and it's it's one of those things that just kind of pops into your head and goes Whoosh, right it's but it's not i am not clinically depressed i am not unhappy with my life i never have self-harm thoughts right. but that fucking thing just came in and 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 it was constant all the time and she said it out loud and as impactful as that was for me I started to think about how many times have I thought about that in the past several months yeah yeah and 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 literally her her saying that out loud 
was like, oh my God, part of the reason that I needed to be here is so that I didn't drive myself into a median because it was close. Well, we're glad you didn't. And, you know, I mean, again, it's not a mental health program, but the side effect is improve mental health. It's not a pain management program. The side effect is women get off of their medications. It's not a weight loss program. The side effect is women lose weight, you know, so it's, it's hard to, I mean, look at all these, look at all these changes that that the women are having as they go through the program. It's crazy. And and I think a big part of it. It's, it's, yes, it's exactly how it's, it's community exactly. and support and, and support, you know, from women when, especially if, you know, your, your experience with women has been negative. Yeah. You know? and, and for the most of my twenties and thirties, my experience with women has always been negative outside of, uh, you know, another program that I was involved in mm-hmm. in my middle twenties, which I've shared with you about. Yeah. Uh, but for the most part, women are, God, their Gaia is being pummeled with feminine energy right now we have been pummeled with yeah. with patriarchal male energy for thousands of years it has changed we are especially we are being pummeled with 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 feminine energy right now and we have to we have to take the reins and mm-hmm. and move forward and and support each other and bring each other together because we have always been our own worst enemy, number one. But number two, we've always been each other's worst enemies. Yeah. Why, why the hell is that? We we are a community of of like minded people, regardless of our background and our and our and our social so socioeconomic status. We we continue to not support each other, and that is just a travesty. It really is. I, 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 I agree with you there. So what would you say to somebody who's on the fence about buying this program? I would find out whether it was money or worth, because if it's money, that's not an excuse. In my, in my humble opinion. Yeah. Not an excuse. Right. Because, because once you, once you start on the path that spirit has put you on, Money is never going to be an issue. Yeah. And Magnet Mel says, what happens if you don't do it? I mean, do you want to stay stuck? You know, and if you're not stuck yeah. and, and you're not miserable, then, you know, yeah. I mean, we talk about mental misery and that's certainly something that happens. But I think, I think also, you know, there are, we, we're, I think sometimes we're stuck and we don't even know it. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> especially, yeah. God, especially if we don't have people to, to, you know, bounce our ideas off, you know, right. and, and, and really, yeah. And, and that's one. Okay. So that's one of the things that, that has been really impactful for me is having access to women who think like me, not, you know, who, who again, the, 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 the diversity is massive. It is absolutely massive, but there's a common thread. It's, it's, and it's this little silver weave between us all that, that yeah. has brought us together. And, you know, if, if, if you don't see the value and, and you don't think you're worth it and yeah. then, then don't, that being said, it's like, I have, I have gone through again, that whole existential spiritual thing, but I'm, it's not over. I'm not over it. I'm not through it. It's not done. I'm still working through it. So 
these are things that we're, and that's why we're doing a year. Exactly. A year is because you don't just, it's like peeling an onion. You don't right. just peel one thing and be like, oh, I'm done. I'm all, I'm totally self-actualized now. Right. No, well, how many, how many people sell a course for a thousand dollars and it's only six weeks? Yes, absolutely. Right. And, absolutely. and this is a whole year of support. It's not, it's not just, yeah. you know, six weeks of support. And was there any, uh, anything else that you were hoping to say, you know, if you had the opportunity to say anything you want to the ladies who are on the fence? or to anything about the program, what would you say? So I've done a lot of coaching. I've done a lot of therapy. I've done a lot of research on my own. I've done many things that are, are those like, I don't know, like self awareness, self, you know, bringing your, your, your child to the fore. I, I just, mm -hmm. I mean, I've, I've, I've been doing this all of my life, but there has not been anything that has been and, and it's and and you know what i think i think you're a liar Michelle. Me? okay yeah. why am i a liar because this isn't about menopause <laughs> it is <laughs> it's not it's 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 lies of menopause and you're fucking changing women's lives <laughs> i'm do just you want, but here's the question right do you want menopause to run your life or do you want to take no, control but, but here's the thing menopause is the is the the is the symptom and, and and you're no longer a doctor so you are not treating i am still a doctor i will always be a doctor always okay. be a doctor you okay. can't take that away from me okay fair enough fair enough but you're not you're not treating this like a doctor where you're treating the symptom you're treating you're treating the cause i am i am treating the cause that's true because at the end of the day you know when we when we can really pay attention to the thoughts that are driving our behavior we can own our lives so, you know, but, but, you know, the question is, do you always, do you always, always, always want to be stuck or do you want to, do you want to get off the road? But like I said, I, the hamster wheel? I, I didn't even know areas that I was stuck until I got into the program to realize that I was, oh my God, I'm stuck there too. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so let me answer Diane's question here. Uh, so she says, Diane says, you've mentioned before, one hour per week. Uh, we're referring to a Zoom video like this once a week. So we have a, an hour of coaching once a week for the first eight weeks. And you spend time going through the content. And that's probably less than an hour. It depends on how much time you put into it because there's, you know, we've got workbooks and you can fill them in and that sort of thing. And then we've got people saying, Dr. G will always be Dr. G. At the end of the day, yeah. How much, how much self care do you do? Do you take a do you take a bath every week, every day? How, do you exercise? Do you do your makeup? Do you do your hair? How much self care do you participate in a weekly, monthly, quarterly, yearly basis? If you add an hour to that, how is how is that difficult? Hey, listen. I mean, you, you you can't go get your nails done right now. I mean, if you do, you're risking COVID. So there's the price. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we used to spend, we used to spend $300 a week on our nails, just on yeah. our nails, you know, <laughs> $300 a week. So, you know, so at the end of the day, you know, we've, we've priced it in a way that it's less than, you know, about 20, 20, $21 a week. Right. Which is probably what you spend on takeout. So that's, that's what we've got for you today. Anything else, Betsy, that you wanted to say? before we sign off for the, for the day? You know, at the end of the day, if you are 
like me, if, if you feel compelled to do this, listen to that. Yeah. You know, it's not it, because you always have a voice. You have, you have the bitch in your head. Right. And, and that's, you know, that voice. Right. But then there's always that voice, that spirit that comes to the fore and says, that. so, you know, you, you might compliment on, on somebody's scarf or, you know, tell somebody that they're beautiful or, you know, give a stranger a hug just because, because yeah. you were held to do so. But if you feel that, listen, just yeah. listen. Did you know that menopause is not a medical condition? Most doctors don't know this either. I like to say that menopause is the privilege of a long life. And to really take hold of our lives in menopause, we have to unlearn what society and the medical establishment has told us about menopause. This is why I've created this brand new course called Understanding Your Hormones and Managing Your Menopause. I want to show you how you can get on top of your menopause right now so that you can start to see it as the best time of your life. Now, this course is valued at $500 and is in the beta testing phase. And we're currently accepting applications for women to test it out for us at no charge in exchange for feedback and testimonials. But the best part is because you're a podcast listener, you can bypass the application process and go straight to the front of the line. To register right now, simply visit menopausemovement.com forward slash hormones, and we can get started together right now. Remember, you can get started right now at no charge to you in exchange for feedback and testimonials when you go to menopausemovement.com forward slash hormones, and I'll see you inside the course. Thanks so much for being a part of the menopause movement.